You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. I don't want to be afraid to feel fear anymore. So I captured for you here a few things I have learned about fear while I was training for and competing in the Spartan race. So my goal is to share these with you, to reinforce these new learnings for me, and hopefully to provide some value for you. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hey everyone, let's welcome the newest sponsor to Women Taking the Lead, FreshBooks. FreshBooks offers cloud accounting software specially designed for freelancers and small business owners. FreshBooks offers innovative solutions in a rapidly changing market. Welcome everyone and thank you for joining me today. This past Saturday, June 17th of 2017, I completed my first Spartan race. I did the Spartan sprint with several family members and friends and it was an amazing experience. And it wasn't amazing to me because everything went smoothly and as planned. It was amazing because it was really, really hard and I did it. The community, the camaraderie, and the overall energy of the event was something that really needs to be experienced. As I was heading into the last week of training and through the day after I completed the race, I was reflecting back and thinking about what I learned through the whole experience and how this goal changed me. First, I have to thank my sister, Carrie, who on Thanksgiving Day in 2016, about seven months ago, came up to talk to me as she and her family were getting ready to leave. She announced to me that she had read my book, Accomplished, and had made a commitment. I was overjoyed because one thing I've learned for my own happiness is not to expect family members to be as into my career and business as I am. Any support I get from them is great. So when my sister made this announcement, I was touched and I asked what she committed to. During the day, her husband had been talking about his recent experience doing the Spartan Sprint at Fenway Park, so I should not have been surprised when Kerry declared that she was going to do her first Spartan race in June. Caught up in the moment, I blurted out, I'll do it with you. Being a woman of integrity, even after the reality of what I had just done had started to settle in over the next few days, I got online and registered myself for the race. And knowing what I know about big, scary goals and my own need for external accountability, in the next month, I told anyone who would listen that I was running my first Spartan race in June. The other reality was I was out of shape. I ran a marathon in 2006 and managed to continue to work out with my personal trainer, run and do boot camp classes and yoga, even after starting my business in 2010. However, my time and my resources were seriously depleted when I was prepping to launch this podcast. In 2015, I was no longer working out with my personal trainer and getting to the boot camp and the yoga classes felt like too much of a time commitment. Pair that with eating on the go and resorting to a cheese and cracker dinner each night because I didn't have the desire or energy to prepare and then clean up a home-cooked meal. Training for this race forced me to take my health and fitness more seriously, to get in the workout even when I felt like there wasn't enough time, and to say no to things that are not serving me, 
my health, my money, or my peace of mind. That's still a work in progress. That means I probably need to set another really big goal right away um, to support me in this. Uh, And stay tuned. As soon as I figure out what that is, I'll let you guys know. I'll say making the time, doing the workouts, and feeling intimidated have not been easy, but it has been good. My life is more balanced and I am healthier and more confident as a result. In my reflecting back process, the word fear kept coming to me. I learned a lot about fear and had many intimate, up-close and personal moments with my own fears since beginning this. There were fears of sacrificing my time and my business to make time for training, the very fear that had caused me to be out of shape in the first place. Then there were mortal fears of getting injured by falling, pulling a muscle, twisting an ankle, etc. Then there were the fears of looking stupid, out of shape, intimidated, and weak, you know, the fears that play into our ego. And get this one, the fear of being afraid. I'm afraid to be afraid. Oh my God, that one landed like a boulder on my chest. And the consequences of this fear are still revealing themselves. I don't want to be afraid to feel fear anymore. So I captured for you here a few things I have learned about fear while I was training for and competing in the Spartan race. So my goal is to share these with you, to reinforce these new learnings for me, and hopefully to provide some value for you. Okay, before I tell you all the things I've learned about fear, I wanted to just take a minute to tell you a little bit more about my newest sponsor, FreshBooks. As a small business owner, I understand what it's like to have to juggle three projects at once and to be the one handling the back office tasks such as invoicing, scheduling, bookkeeping, etc. It's a lot, but our friends at FreshBooks get that the rewards are so worth it. They also understand that the working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for the self-employed. To meet this need, FreshBooks is is excited to announce the launch of an all-new version of their cloud accounting software. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built for exactly the way you work. Get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. Three things I can totally get behind. Now, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com forward slash lead, L-E-A-D, and enter women taking the lead in the how did you hear about us section. Okay, back to my story. So the first thing I learned about fear, most failure was due to psychological limitations, not physical limitations. I had to believe I could do the obstacle to complete it. I noticed when I didn't believe I could do it, there was a huge urge not to try, not to waste the time and energy, and to give up. Sometimes I could change my belief and complete the obstacle, and sometimes it took taking action to get over the initial mental hurdle. Often I started an obstacle feeling unsure, but as I started and had some success, I gained confidence and completed the obstacle, albeit a bit shaken, but smiling nonetheless. The shaking was the leftover fear and uncertainty that I had started with. And once fear is generated, it has to find a way to leave the body. For me, that can look like tears or shaking. 
If I try to stuff it down, it will often turn into anger, which can help to let the fear leave my body. But anger also takes an additional energy toll, so it's not the most efficient way to let go of fear. The second thing I learned about fear, fear keeps you from seeing who you really are. It's good to have a healthy fear. It keeps us from taking risks our bodies can't handle. Fear is an emotion that developed in our evolution to protect us from real and present dangers in our environment. The problem we all face is the fact that most of those real and present dangers are no longer present, nor are they real. Instead of protecting us from life-threatening dangers, our fears have now generalized to trying to protect us from discomfort. And in case you've missed it, the common wisdom now is that the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. Instead of running from discomfort, you need to run to it and greet it like an old friend. When you are uncomfortable, you are getting to know yourself in a way you would never be able to if you stayed in your safety zone. I remember years ago when I was training for the marathon, I did a long run every other week, and each long run was two miles longer than the last long run had been. And every time I did this run, those last two miles were so uncomfortable and sometimes just grueling. However, when I was done, I got to revel in the fact that in just two weeks, I pushed the limits of my distance by two miles, and two weeks later, I would do it again. I remember when I had first hit six miles, I would never have imagined that one day I would be able to tack on another 20 miles in a single run. But had I not accepted the challenge to do the marathon, I would have probably not met the me that could run 26 miles and recover from it within a couple of days. And running may not be your thing. It doesn't have to be. But what is that big thing that you know you want to do? And it doesn't have to be physical either. It could be any goal, you know, that makes you more visible, more successful, you know, all of that good stuff. So the third thing I learned about fear is fear created more pain and bruises than were necessary. One thing I also noticed training for the Spartan was that I was experiencing more bruising and sore muscles because of my fear. One of my big fears is heights. I dread falling from a height higher than a couple of feet. <laughs> you know, I don't even like tripping and falling to the ground. That's uncomfortable. But this, this was so much more. Some Spartan obstacles are 16 feet or higher. Even the five foot wall caused my palms to sweat and my heart to go in my throat. The first time I attempted the five-foot wall while training, I was on my belly at the top and looking down at the other side. Fear shot through me, and the thought of swinging my leg up and over, possibly losing my balance and falling sideways on the other side, gripped me. It was irrational, but I saw it in my head, and I felt the fear nonetheless. The only thing that got me over was my 10-year-old niece who was watching a few feet away. She saw me pause at the top and cheered on, you can do it, Auntie Jody." And I ask you, how can you possibly let fear win the day when you realize a young girl who you love and loves you, who is still figuring out her own limits in the world is watching you and wants you to succeed. She wants you to overcome. 
And so my leg went up and over and I held a death grip with my legs and arms until my feet were a couple of feet off the ground. And then I dropped and felt enormous relief. My niece cheered and I felt gratified that she was there to see me do this, to do something in the face of my fear. However, my death grip, which I now know was unnecessary, caused a great deal of bruising and tight sore muscles, not to mention the energy expenditure that caused even more fatigue. Now that I feel comfortable with the obstacle, I can stay relaxed and there is less injury and more energy. (laughs) What about the obstacles in your life? Is the fear of those hard conversations, public speaking, being visible on social media, sales conversations, or any new skill causing you to tense up, be awkward, get a little bruised, and end up exhausted afterward? If you can learn to relax your muscles and your breathing and be a bit more mentally flexible in these situations, you'll find more grace in the experience. Those were the three realizations I've had around fear so far, and I'm sure there is more to come. I've gained so much by committing to and declaring this big goal. If there is something you know you want to accomplish, but you're afraid of what it will take to get there, I can't encourage you enough to go for it. You deserve to know all that you are capable of, but to discover who you really are, you have to run towards discomfort and greet it like an old friend. And also a quick announcement for those of you in Southern Maine, there is an entrepreneurial workshop series I wanted to share with you. The Brave Moves Business Series is a group of six workshops designed specifically to meet the needs of Maine small business owners, and I'm incredibly excited to be working alongside Abby McGilvery of From the Nest, Linda Adams of Essential Living Maine Magazine, and Liz Jackson of the Center for Balanced Living to develop a series filled with high-impact, bravery-inducing content and experiences that will help you get balanced focused, and motivated to grow your business with confidence, integrity, authenticity, and of course, a sense of humor. And wouldn't you know, the very first workshop in the series is Overcoming Your Business Fears. To find out more and register, go to fromthenestsocial.com forward slash workshops. And the link to that will be in the show notes of this episode if you want to go there and you're on the run. Okay, I hope this was very helpful for you. Here's to big goals and what we learn in the striving for them. And here's to our success. I don't know about you, but I'm constantly on the lookout for ways in which I can improve as a professional and as a leader. I've recently hit upon a rock solid training that if you're looking to level up and make a bigger impact could be perfect for you. Seth Godin's Alt-MBA workshop is all about rolling up your sleeves and working with people who just like you are in it to win it. This is a quick yet intensive four-week program in which you spend 75% of your time dedicated to practical projects that will allow you to apply what you're learning. If you are tired of courses that you've never finished or finding yourself in workshops with people who are not at your caliber, check out the Alt-MBA program as a different way to level up. You'll finish with more confidence and know-how, as well as relationships with other ambitious game changers just like you from around the country 
and the world. They're now accepting applications for their upcoming sessions. So to find out more, visit altmba.com forward slash women taking the lead. For special consideration, you can mention this podcast and their application and tell them Jody Flynn sent you. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.